Welcome to this week's episode of Greyhound Time. I'm host Andrew Thompson. I'll be co-hosting this week's episode with new host, Beck and Model. Today we have Calvin Swinney and Ben Brown on the podcast from the football team. Uh, currently we're still waiting on Calvin, but we're going to get this show going. So how you doing, Ben? Oh, I'm good. And yeah, big game tomorrow against Review Garden. Um, you know, what are you guys doing to prepare for that? Um, you know, obviously you go practice every week, every day out there working your butt off. So, and how are those practices structured, like relative? Because a lot of people don't know how football practices go. And I mean, uh, usually we'll go out in the offensive groups, so the position groups. So you got your receivers, your running backs, and your linemen, and your quarterbacks. And they'll work on their own stuff, and then everyone comes together. And the starting offense, I'll go against uh, defense that's put together. And then we'll sort of do the opposite for defense. So defense will break out into their position groups. And then we'll go, the whole, team, the whole starting defense will mm-hmm. get together. And do you guys have to, for practice, do you guys have to share the field with the soccer team? Um, yeah, sometimes we do. But sometimes, I guess usually, usually we do share. But sometimes it's just us if we're up top at upper. So how often are you up at upper upper game? Um, it sort of depends. If we're playing on grass that week, we'll definitely be up there. But um, if we're playing at home or on turf, it sort of depends. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're looking at the schedule. You guys have had a rough start. Um, you've lost games to Gateway Tech, Westminster, Jennings. Um, you know, you put up a good fight on those first two games what was about those two games that you know you felt like you guys did pretty well um you know obviously uh defense although some of the scores are off like defense played great those both those games just a couple big plays that got let up that sort of changed things mm-hmm. and what's been like most of the the catalyst because we're what's our record one in five yeah. so far now and there's kind of like that stigma around Clayton that our football team is not the best. Like, how do you combat that? I mean, I don't think that one in five record reflects what this team can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, look, we're one and two in the um, in the district, so this is a big week for us. It's a district game, so if we can go up to two and two in the district, that'd be big. I think it puts us pretty middle of the pack. And then who is on in our district? Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know the whole district. Is it eight teams or four? Do you know? I believe it's eight. Okay, and then after. Regular season, then districts is like the same way, like soccer works, where it's like seeding and you play each other. Yeah. Okay. You can seed it, and it's all just a big tournament, basically. And in past years, have we exceeded like past districts, like any games, or went on a winning streak or not? Uh, not recently, no. Okay. And so you've been playing a like a mix of QB and uh, wide receiver this year. Um, talk to us a little about the QB situation, and like, are you splitting reps with Aiden? How is that all working? Yeah, I think coaches, coaches realize that me and Aiden both have our strengths at the quarterback position, so he tries to work both of us in where he sees fit to best all the team. And what are some of those strengths for both of you guys? Uh, obviously, I think Aiden throws the ball a little better. He's got a slightly better arm, but um, I bring the ability to sort of run play action and move a little bit, so that's good. And have you had any um, QB experience previous no. to the season? Previous to the season, no. So were you a little nervous going into the season? Um, obviously, it's a bit of a change, but I like to think that I have a decent football mind, so I sort of understand what's happening a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like, I guess, who don't really understand football, especially in, like, the crowds at the, at the games and stuff, I don't think they realize how hard it is to, you know, play QB and 
with all that pressure. So, you know, what's it like when that ball is snapped and um, all those, you know, D linemen are running at you? I mean, obviously, it's not the most fun thing to not have any time back there, but to be a good quarterback, you sort of have to stand back there and maybe take a hit or two. Mm-hmm. You feel it stressful, like when you just have a bunch of big guys running at you all the time? Or? No, I'm kind of used to it. Okay, I like it. And how do you feel when Aiden came back? Because it was kind of unexpected that he came back because no one was really waiting for that. But. Obviously, Aiden's a good buddy of mine, so I'm happy to see him right. playing again. I think he's happier playing. So I think it's overall it's good for the team. I think it brings value. But uh, I was looking to play quarterback, and obviously that's right. been limited now slightly. And then how do you feel that tomorrow, like what will you play next, play like position-wise? I'll be all over the place. I'm gonna be a lot, I'm gonna be a quarterback and running back a little and uh, receiver as well. I've also offense. seen that other guys like um, like start switching positions. Like one's a certain position on offense and one's a certain position on defense. Like is that for a lot of people or just a select few? Obviously, you know we don't have the greatest numbers, so um, I'm grabbing Calvin. Okay, there's only a handful of guys. I, I guess there's these are my guys that do go both ways, just because. They're the best guys we got on both sides of the ball. So right. when your numbers are limited, you got to get the best. You got to get the best eleven on the field, and if that's how it's going to happen. That's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then, how do you feel? I've also noticed, like watching you guys from soccer practice, that like there's a bunch of people always sitting on the sidelines or sitting on the bench, like as if injuries and concussion protocols. How do you feel about that? Obviously, there's some guys getting hurt, but um, sometimes you know it bothers the bothers the upperclassmen, it bothers the coaches. The younger guys it almost seems like they don't want to be there. They'll sort of right. sit off to the side. Okay. And that's when we go team. So obviously, there's a couple of guys. Since there's more than 22 of us on the team, not everyone can get in there when they put together an offense to go against the starting defense. And also with those numbers that I've realized, like this season, that there's like JV games. Like we've seen most yeah. of the JV games so far. Obviously, um, numbers are up a little bit. We're doing better. Um, last year we weren't able to play any JV games, but I think right. it's good to have these JV games because there's younger guys. Who aren't necessarily getting the varsity games, right? So it's good for them to sort of develop as football players. Are there any guys in the younger group or underclassmen that are promising, have promising futures for Clayton football? Um, there's certainly a few, yeah. Do you want to name a few? Or? Um, obviously, uh, Xavier Moore, of course. Although he's a little, he's a little bit of a nutcase. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, he's obviously very talented, mm-hmm. and he's been playing football for a long time, so right. he's definitely gonna be able to help out the team once. Because mm-hmm. we got a lot of seniors this year. I think it's 13, mm-hmm. upwards of 13 seniors. So obviously we need as many young guys as we can to step totally. up next year. Totally. And then uh, Addison Jones, only a sophomore. Right. But he's right. been starting on varsity since last year. That's awesome. And he's injured, right? Yeah, he, okay. he got injured in the Jennings game. Yeah. And of course, Kicker Tucker. Like he, We always think of him as a pride and joy of oh, yes. playing yes. football. How's his like impact on the team? I mean, honestly, yeah, he's one of the best kickers around. Right. Um I think not many guys around here are uh, banging field goals the way he can, and I think it definitely brings uh, an extra bit of um, confidence in our offense, knowing that we maybe don't have to get it all in the end zone to get points. Right. And I've always loved that um, every time I look at Tucker or watch a practicing, like for an hour and a half or two hours, he's just kicking the ball. All, two, the ball. all two, two, all two, two and a half hours of practice, he'll kick. Right. And he loves it. And then he's so dedicated. Like over the summer, he'd go to camps and like meet with other people and just keep kicking. And it's like yeah, he, he wants to be a kicker. It's really awesome, yeah. And also for like this game, how much does like the student section have an impact on the games and environment? 
students? Um, well, I know for a fact that all the guys on the team love seeing the students out there this year. Right. I think it definitely brings a lot more uh, enthusiasm to the players, as probably as much as it does the student body. Do you notice a big difference from your sophomore year when COVID was happening and there was like a limited restriction on fans? Like in that atmosphere in the game towards like now when as many students can go as they want? Um, well, prior to COVID even, there weren't a bunch of people there. And I think it sort of got guys down because, you know, you see all Friday night lights and it's everyone out there right. rooting on the team, rooting on the school. So obviously I think guys were a little bummed when that didn't happen. Totally. But I think this year, it's been great. The sport's been spectacular, and everyone's feeling a lot better about it. Mm-hmm. And also some like inside knowledge on the coaches, because we don't really know the coaches that well, because the head coach, Coach Barnes, teaches at a different school, of course. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows Mr. Verby and Mr. Schwang. Like, do you yeah. talk about some of their coaches and their personalities? Um, you can He's coming. Okay. Uh, they're all great guys, obviously. You know, they get a little annoyed with me on occasion. Cause, of course, yeah. Yeah, as a lot of people do. But uh, I think they bring a lot. They bring a lot of football knowledge. Um, you know, Coach, Coach Fletcher has been our defensive backs coach and defensive coordinator this year. Obviously, he's great to have. A great addition from the last couple of years. Right. And um, this year we brought in a uh, Coach McMillan, who's been yes. helping out with strength and conditioning. He's a uh, the new PE teacher. New right? PE teacher here. Right. So obviously he's been good to have around. And Coach Schwint and Coach Burby have been doing it for so long. So, right. obviously, you know, they're great. And what is Coach Barnes' leadership? Because he came in how many years ago? Uh, Coach Barnes came in five or six years ago. Six years ago. Okay. And has his impact been noticeable or? Um, you know, I think he's had definitely had a positive impact on the team. He brings a lot of knowledge. He plays college football at Division one level, so that right. obviously he knows what he's talking about. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Calvin, great to see you today. What's up? All right. Thanks for coming on. So, yeah, um, just a quick question. How do you feel like you've uh, been running the ball this year so far? Um, pretty good. I mean, it's been a couple games where it's been, like, not as good as, like, others. But I feel like overall, like, I've ran the ball pretty good, there, like, every game. So, it's been times, like, where um, it's been a couple games where um, I feel like the online wasn't as great. But I feel like that was because we played a really good opponent. So, but I'm not good. What are your stats this year so far? Um, I have about I think over a hundred carries, eight hundred and like forty something rush yards. I have ten receiving. I have ten receiving. I have ten catches in one hundred twenty-eight yards and about I think nine touchdowns. Okay. And then Ben, how about you? Well, you're creepy, so of course uh, the stats are different. I don't know. You're like all over the place, yeah. You know, you know, you know. Uh, professionals don't keep track of their stats, so why, why do <laughs> yeah. I have to? I right, get, you know. Right, I get you. And then, Calvin, how do you feel about your impact on the team so far? Um, I feel like it's been a big impact on the team. Um, I don't really know. We always see you as like, or think of you as like the touchdown scorer because you've scored the majority guy. of the go-to guy. Like you've had some insane runs down the field, and you've scored most of the touchdowns for Clayton. Yeah. And like we, everyone like pretty much looks up to you and like knows your. One of the go-to guys on the team. Yeah. So you just, like, do you embrace that role or? Yeah, I do embrace it. I love the role. But <laughs> at times, I feel like um, it gets kind of hard for me because we need, like, other playmakers because I feel like when teams game plan around me, obviously we have, like, other athletes like Ben, but, like, I feel like we need to, like, start using other people 
a lot more. Like using me as like a decoy sometimes. You know? yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, it, it's kind of it, it, as much as like I like being the touchdown guy. It's also like a bad thing because like I feel like every team just game plans around me. If they stop me, right. we just then you can't get through. Yeah. or can't do anything, right? And have you adjusted to different like QB changes? Like we were talking to Ben about how like inconsistencies of like exact positions for people and everyone's like fluctuating throughout positions and how do you like do you think that's affected the team or affected your play um i mean we haven't really we, like the last game we had against his east we kind of tried to do that but i feel like this game against ruby gardens we've we kind of spread everybody out and like i guess i'm like kind of like at the QB, qb position also might go off the side a little bit like to spread me out a little more and mm-hmm. just like keep like the defense's eyes like on me, but also giving like somebody else the ball, you know, like right. move me out the slot. Maybe they think I'm running like a fade or something. But mm-hmm. in reality, it's just like I run to like fade or somebody. Mm-hmm. Like using it as, a, as like a decoy. And so last year's homecoming game, you know, that was a very exciting game yeah. against Principia. You had, what was it four touchdowns, two I interceptions? I had five touchdowns, two interceptions, and two pick sixes. And so this homecoming game is, you know, a big deal. There's going to be a lot of people. Are you, you know, wanting to do that, uh, you know, or do like the same performance as last year? Yeah, absolutely. Like, why not? Um, I would love to, you know, the win this year and return homecoming. I mean, I would love to have that style. I mean, that was really the style. So. And Ben, is that one of the games you guys look forward most to? Is that homecoming game? I think everyone loves playing on homecoming, you know. Not only is it a high-stakes game for us as far as district play, but um, it's fun to support the school. It was a big week, so. One thing I noticed, like, in the field house is, like, that little timer, like, a countdown to each game, and you have a new sign every, like, opponent you play. Mm-hmm. And, like, you focus on one game. Is that kind of the mentality? Like, you focus on yeah. one game and on to the next? Get the one every week. What'd you say? Get the one every week. Yeah, right. every week. Coach says get the one now. So yeah. that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. And do you think that mentality has been working, or, like, you feel different about that? Or? Um... Not necessarily, mm-hmm. but like I mean, keeping that mentality is good. But I mean, our record doesn't really like show that mentality. Right. I mean, but I feel like our record is how good of a team we are. At the same time, I feel like we can be a lot better team than our record shows. Like, if you have, if you guys have watched the games at halftime, has always been always been close. close you know, yeah. Jennings six to seven, Hazelwood six to three. Um, I think Westminster was pretty close. I forgot the score at halftime. It was like 14 and 6 or something. Mm-hmm. But at halftime, we're always keeping it close. We're either winning or losing by like less than like three or three points, you know. Right. And in the second half, we can't finish the game. Mm-hmm. But um, I just feel like our record doesn't dictate how good of a team we are, though. Yeah, that's like kind of along the lines of what Ben said as well. Yeah. And well, for you two personally, because your senior year, like your last kind of go at football, um, or unless in the future, like you pursue other things. But then, how, like, what are you setting up? for underclassmen and other people's success for next year and for the future of playing football? Um, I'm trying to set an example for him, you know. When I was a freshman and sophomore, and um, in the offseason, I always stayed in the weight room, and I've, I've told them that a lot of times. I'm just like, trying to, like, leave something behind for them to, like, you know, carry on. Right. Then. So what was the question again? Like, what are you doing to set others up for success for playing football? I mean, obviously... We know who the freshmen that could be pretty good are, and right. we talk to them and give them pointers on how they can become better football players. And obviously, you know, you got to talk to them about getting in the weight room because when you're young, when you're a freshman, that's honestly one of the biggest things you can do for your game. Right. 
I think that is a vital key for football because you have to be big and strong or fast or agile or whatever it is that your position needs to in order to succeed for the football team. And so you guys talked about, so you know, after the first half, these games are close, and then second half, these teams start to pull away. Um, has the coach addressed those problems, like in the locker room? Yeah. And yes. Do you guys feel like that's just the main issue with your teams? You guys just yes can't finish or can't play like a full game. And so, what do you guys think you need to do to, um, you know, what does it take to play that full game? Um, I think honestly, I I, I don't know. I I think it's like somewhat endurance. I think it's somewhat not having like. Um, like, or just keeping that mentality that do you guys, you know, Ben, do you guys, so you, you come out of that locker room though, hyped after the, yeah. after the first half, but right. you know, what do you think? Just obviously, you know, uh, keeping it close at halftime keeps guys in the game, but um, I think a lot of people either get complacent or they get down a lot when maybe we go down, we go down by a touchdown or two. Mm-hmm. I like for, speaking about that mentality part. Like last year, I sat on the bench for one of the games. I was like helping Kristen out with whatever, and like the mentality of it when Aiden Lewis and Luke Stepanovich, like one of them got hit or both of them got injured, were still on the bench. Like it looked like their skin was boiling, boiling. Like they were just so mad and like angered and like they just wanted to hit somebody so bad. And you were like talk about that mentality and like what, like that mindset is going into a game or like going into a play. But I just think it's scary. Like compared to other sports I've played, yeah. it's just like. Like a lot of hitting. Away. I know. Um, my mentality every game is just like, I really can't explain it. It's like, I I had like certain playlists, you know. Um, I, I don't know if I can explain the mentality on it. Like, like I feel like Aiden Lewis and Luke Spanovich were both pissed off. Like, they were absolutely, yeah. like, about to throw hands with somebody on the field. I mean, I think you get into the game, you get into this mindset, you just work someone's head off, you know. It's part of the yeah. game. Just, obviously, to put it all out, to leave it on the field, and obviously it's hard to have to come off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and still, like you're talking about, um, you know, get like taking people's head offs. And have you guys, you know, has that happened to you guys? Not like head off, but um, have you guys su- sustained some big hits? Yeah, definitely. Um, last game was against Hazelwood East. Um, I kind of like jumped over this guy, and then the second guy. Helped him out, and I just got like flattened. Though it hurts, it, it didn't really hurt, but like after the game, like oh my gosh, it's been a couple of times where I got hit pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Jennings, I got blindside blocked, and that was when another time I got hit really hard. Um, but honestly, at this point in my life, when I, when I playing football and getting hit hard, I just get back up. It just it doesn't really phase me. It does, it really doesn't. Do you feel like a different flow of energy after you get hit? Like you either like sink down and like oh that really hurt or do you like oh I'm gonna hit him back did you have which yeah, mentality definitely hit him back man right. I don't, don't want to lay down or nothing like that mm-hmm. and I feel like one of the reasons why so many people are scared to come out and play football is just because of the hitting yeah mm-hmm. I mean does it no one knows but you guys how how badly does it hurt does it sting for a little bit and you just get up and play or you know what does it feel like honestly it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt as bad as it looks obviously you know it looks like you're getting run up pretty good and every once in a while, you know, your head will get run up a little bit, nothing too serious, majority of the time. Mm-hmm. And one of the like main concerns for people when they say, like, oh, I'm not going to play football because my mom won't let me, or because after that head injuries, you might sustain, like, concussion or brain damage. Like, what do you guys think of that, like, brain damage specifically? Bad, like, I mean, injuries? 
I mean, I think obviously that's like the extreme route to me. I mean, yeah, it's 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 obviously. I mean, there's needs to be a slight worry about it, but I've been playing football since seventh grade, and <laughs> obviously took a lot of hits, delivered a lot of hits, and I've never had a concussion or anything. Really? Yeah. Because I was walking, when I was getting water during soccer, like, the other day, there were, like, three people sitting on the bench. I'm like, why are you sitting down? I'm like, oh, concussion, concussion, concussion. So I was just, like, curious about it. Um, I mean, I feel like that's, like, one of, like, the like, worst things that, that can, like, happen to you right. in football. But, like, those guys, like, those are, like, their first concussions, right? Yeah, obviously. It doesn't really happen, like, every week. I feel like, um... You might, after the game, you might be, like, a little bit sore in the morning. But I feel like um, if you play football right and you play it, like, and you're all, you like, know, like, the fundamentals of football, you really won't get injured, like, a lot. Yeah. And also, like, looking back last weekend, or the weekend before, Tua, the Dolphins quarterback, got absolutely destroyed and had, like, a terrible concussion in, like, aftermath of it. But... I feel like that's because he's okay. His original doctor, you know, he, right. he got cleared. Like, yeah, that's true. That's, 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 that's not that's not on him. That's on yeah, the team doctor making a mistake. His doctor actually got fired. But so. obviously, we we've got mm-hmm. great help from Amra and Kristen here, right. and the technology in our helmets right. to make sure we're being safe. Obviously, it all helps. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about a little bit the technology in them because I know you have a special program. Yeah, so we got a bunch of sensors in our helmets, and okay. if you get rung up a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, you'll get pulled out. Of, it'll it'll beep coach, and you'll get pulled out of the game, and they'll run you through some checks. Okay, make sure you're all right. And I feel like most of the time when that goes off, um, you, it's nothing really wrong. Right. Like she just goes over and she like does like a little test with you, like a little like see if you're mm-hmm. like if you're concussed or anything. And then I feel like eight times out of ten, like it's nothing right. serious. Right. I get that. And then segueing, because we're kind of running out of time, for the future of you two. And, like, college football or, like, what's in the mix for both of you? Um, I mean, I've been in contact with coaches, but I don't have any offers yet. But I definitely want to go to college football. Right. I mean, even if it's not Division One, like, would you still want to play yeah, Division Two sure. or Division Three? Sure. Division Two is so high level. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. How about you, Ben? Um, I'm not as much looking to play football as I'm looking to play baseball. Okay. Obviously, I've received some interest from some schools, especially as of late. Right. So I think that's where my future is, is in baseball. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, huge thanks to Calvin Swinney and Ben Brown for coming on to the podcast. We hope everyone enjoyed this episode. These episodes will be posted on Fridays on Spotify and on the Clayton Globe website. Make sure to follow the Instagram and YouTube at Greyhound Time for the latest Clayton sports updates. Once again, thanks to Ben and Calvin, and good luck tomorrow and the rest of the season. Thanks. Thanks for having us, guys.